News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, somebody did break up with the World Cup for Christmas. Have a listen to this. I don't know who's playing on Sunday. I don't care. I won't be watching any of it. Um, basically, FIFA, they didn't just give the World Cup to the Middle East. They gave the World Cup to the Middle Ages. Yeah, that was Irish Independent columnist Ian O'Doherty on uh, News Talk Breakfast this day last month. And as you heard, he vowed to boycott the World Cup. Ian O'Doherty, did you stick to it? I did. Good morning. Morning. Um, was it haven't watched. It, honestly, it breaks my heart. Because um, I love the World Cup so much. And I love football so much. But I hold my principles more dearly than I hold football. And again, as I said to you the last time I was on, I don't judge anybody else who's watching it. You know, everybody makes their own choice. Uh, but this has been my choice. And there have been times when, because there have been some mad results and big surprises and stuff like that. Um, and I just I just watch Sky Sports News um, or the RT News, but I, I, I won't. I can't, honestly, I can't, bring myself to watch any of this and normally I'd be really excited about a World Cup final um, I'd love to see Messi pick up the trophy but I won't watch it mm. I just I, 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 I can't I can't it was an extraordinary world. It's been an extraordinary World Cup uh, for footballing reasons. It's also been an extraordinary World Cup for for other reasons. I mean, we've seen the success of of Morocco, a huge boost to Morocco, but a huge boost to African football, to to uh, to, to football for in in Arab countries. Like, is there something to be said for that? Well, there is something to be said for it in the sense that Infantino has said that uh, they're looking at actually allowing Saudi Arabia to host the tournament after the one in America in four years' time. Um, and it's like, I honestly get the impression that FIFA are just trolling all of us <laughs> at this stage. Yeah. Right? yeah. Um, and it's just, it's, it's gone beyond a joke. I mean, international football has been a cesspit of corruption for years now. And it's like they've just completely dropped any pretense of decency at this stage. Yeah. Um, and it, it's just... Is, is there an argument that... Uh, and look, I absolutely respect your position. I think it's it's admirable that you, you stuck to it and you're, and you're sticking to your, your principles. Is there an argument that maybe in 20 or 30 years' time we will look back and say, actually, the World Cup... In, was a catalyst for change in Qatar. I mean, we did have, you know, we did have the German, um, the German players uh, covering their 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 mouths. We had the one love armbands. We had fans, uh, you know, wearing rainbow colours and so on. Like, could that be, could that be a catalyst for change? Well, the thing is, we didn't have the one love armbands um, because the English bravely ran away. Yeah, from yeah, that was from, yeah. from their gesture as soon as anything was said. Um, look, the thing is, the game belongs to us. It doesn't belong to FIFA. And one of the things that I, I, I said in one of the pieces was that it's time actually for the bigger nations, the, effectively the Western nations, to break away from FIFA 
and I was accused of being a racist and blah, 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 blah. And then it turns out the Danish FA, the Norwegian FA and the German FA have now all come out and suggested that it might be time just to break away from FIFA. But, I mean, the thing is... If they, if but then, do, you the leave, do you leave, like, uh, Iran uh, behind? I mean, they're one of the stories of the World Cup. I mean, and you, you talked about the English players running away from... I mean, they didn't run away from their response. They took huge risks in doing what they did, not seeing the national anthem. And one of the, one of the Iranian players is now facing possible execution. Yeah. Yeah, um, horrendous. Like this, but do you, you know, leave them behind if 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 Western, you know, if we stand on our principles and 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 break away, um, do we leave those countries behind? Absolutely, absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, they need us more than we need them, you know. And like, what's next? I mean, like after the World Cup goes to Saudi Arabia, do we then go to North Korea? <laughs> yeah, look, you know, uh, uh, fair point. I, I have to put it to you: football has never been pure. I mean, I, like we love the game uh, and we love it for its purity and the things that happen on the pitch. But you go right back to a hundred years ago. Go back to you know Olympic Marseille in the in nineteen ninety two. Go back to the Bundesliga in nineteen seventy one. The match fixing scandals in Italy, and and, and you know f- way back further than that, football has never been clean. No, you see the thing about it is. Football represents the very best of all of us. And it also carries the very worst of all of us because it is the people's game. So you're always going to get... I mean, look at... look at. I mean, the first World Cup that I remember was 78, was in Argentina. Mm. When the, the yeah, there was a military, yeah, military hunter there, yeah. You know, you know so um, it would be very naive to think that you can ever have a completely, completely clean game. But what we've seen this year is really just how rotten it all is and how cynical the people behind the game are. And it, it just, like, I'm not a particularly romantic individual because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, an average Irish bloke, but I'm a romantic when it comes to football. And it's the last bastion of beauty and joy and that has just been completely for me anyway and I'm only speaking on my own behalf it's been completely sullied and destroyed and the thing is again like I mean I probably am a hypocrite because I'm looking forward to the teams getting back and I'm a Man United fan it's very hard to follow Man United these days yeah yeah I hear you you. I hear you Um, look Credit to you for sticking uh, to to your principles, and I'm sure it wasn't easy because I, I I know how mad about football you are, and I know how you love the World Cup. Um, Irish Independent columnist uh, Ian O'Doherty, uh, thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast. What do you think, um, Ian, sticking to his principles? Is it something you've thought about, or are you like me? Have you kind of? Uh, I'm not proud of saying this, but it is true. I've I've kind of forgotten about it over the last couple of weeks and just enjoyed the football. I'm not particularly proud of that, but that is the reality. Are, are you like that? Or are you more like Ian? Uh, five three one zero six at a cost of thirty cent. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air. Weekday mornings at seven on News Talk.